Welcome to another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo. Appreciate you being here today. And today, as always, when we do on Friday, we talk with Philip Washington Jr. He is the Chief Investment Officer with Stonehill Wealth Management. Today, we are talking about understanding asset pricing. And when we started this conversation, I had no idea what that meant. And now I have a pretty good idea. We'll also take a little trip back into the the golden age of radio, you know, back when it was theater of the mind. Well, you know, it's Friday morning and it's time for another About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo. Thank you uh, for being here today. And today, as we do every Friday morning, we turn our microphone and our camera over to uh, uh, just over my, my right shoulder. Mo, it's actually my left shoulder. There he is. Philip Washington Jr., our Chief Investment Officer uh, with Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Say hello to the audience. How's it going, audience? How's it going, Mansfield? <laughs> you told me this morning that uh, life is great because living in we're living in Mansfield. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I technically, look, listen, my kids go to school in Mansfield, but I'm technically Grand Prairie, so I gotta, I get to, I get the best of both worlds. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You probably don't get the Mansfield taxes then, do you? Part of it, yeah. We pay yeah. part of it for the school district. We're like in a weird neighborhood where we pay taxes to two to two two mob bosses. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I had to think, wait, did he just say mob bosses? Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's where the system comes from. You pay to the you pay to the feudal lords. We pay yes. for protection. And I appreciate the protection and the good streets and the and the safety and the education, so there you go. It's all good. Today we're talking about understanding asset pricing. And um, so, you know what? You're the financial expert. I am not. And so let me just put that ball right there on top of the tee and let you uh, whack it down the fairway. What uh, what do we mean by understanding asset pricing? Y- yeah. So there's like a lot of technical, you know, financial models that people use to estimate the value of things and I learned them and just like anything else in life as you grow to understand things more you I, I feel like at least I've been able to make it simpler in my mind to explain it and and you know the first concept is to understand that everything is priced in in relative terms so when we say you know uh, an iPhone costs a thousand dollars that's like one thousand you know, units, right, of dollars to buy one iPhone, right? So so one one iPhone is the unit and it costs a thousand dollars to buy it. So it's iPhone price relative to dollars you have, right? And that's really important uh to understand as a concept, uh, because as you're building wealth, you're thinking of like, how does my growth, my wealth grow in relative terms? So that's like the first part to understand. And then the other part, and we can dig deeper uh, uh, in a second, but the, the the growth in relative value, what backs it is like faith, right? Faith. If people perceive the value of iPhones uh, being more valuable than dollars over time, then the price of the iPhone goes up, right? And vice versa. If people perceive the value of dollars to be higher relative to iPhones, then, then the price of iPhones will go down over time. Sure. So it's the relative value formula. That makes sense. And so moving that into the financial world and and understanding the the asset pricing, where do we where do we stand on that? 
Yep. So I, I, I like to think of what what causes increased and decreased faith in asset classes. And it boils down to the to the generations, right? Because every generation has their likes, dislikes, and perspectives. And just like uh, as as as, gen- as generations, as the as the wealth shifts from generation to generation, you know, so does the the things that they like to spend their money on, things like they like to store their value. And so I'll use an example, right? You know, my um, um, uncle, you know, Uncle Phil Boy, you know, he used to love watching baseball games uh, not watching baseball games he used to love listening to baseball games on the radio sure like because for him that was technology when he was 20 years old right uh the fact that you can like listen to a baseball game and not be there um was like technologically advanced relative to the previous generations that he uh that he grew up with and so he he carried that preference right for the to the end of his life and he would like listen to baseball games instead of watch them when they're on tv i didn't understand i was a kid like why don't you just watch it but that was what he was used to right um same with asset classes right so so like you get if you if you take the the generations and you divide them up by four right in 25 year increments you think about all right uh the asset classes of 75 to 100 year, year olds right go back and look at the chart and history and you say Oh, okay. That was like their asset classes that were the darlings and the the the, the preferential asset classes were like treasury bonds because they were children of the depression or kid, you know, they were in the depression. So treasury bonds did well in a low inflation period. AT and T, right, was the innovator of that of that time. Um, you know, you had oil and gas companies uh, that were uh, that were phenomenal uh, because of. Standard Oil and everything that they were doing to, you know, tighten up that industry in that period of time. Yeah, those asset classes today, if you're building a portfolio, are more like stable, you know, income generating assets. Not a lot of appreciation, but they're stable uh, asset classes at least today. Uh, so then, then you go to the next generation. All right, the next generation, you know, that's people that are typically somewhere between fifty to seventy-five. You might call it. It's not super accurate, but you might call it the boomer generation, right? And the boomer generation's asset classes are, think of like when we start building up suburbs. So like the McDonald's, the Walmart. Um, uh, you also have boomers that uh, uh, were part of the futures market, which is the current monetary system that is dying, but that we are uh, under. Um and I don't want to go too nerd on that, but that's, but those are those are asset classes that are, um, uh, you know, they do better than the the, the previous generation asset classes, but they're beginning to show signs of age. So the assets they they change with generations, like everything else, and, and, a, lot, and a lot of people have resistance thinking they'll say, "Oh yeah, I understand that." We have seasons. I understand that we have life and death of humans. I understand that fashion changes. I understand that music changes. You know, and I said, yeah, asset classes do too. And 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 I said, in the same uh, way that resistance hurts you if you're not open to change, right, or really stops the flow of your appreciation if you're not open to change. It happens in investments too. So if you are, you know, I, I, I use the last example, zero twenty five, right. I, I got for any if if you have kids that are zero to twenty five, um, 
or you know somebody at zero twenty five, then you know that digital money, like nobody in that generation resists digital money. They all understand digital money is money. Like what's the difference? They grew up on video games, storing value in video games and like you know and, and so NFTs and Bitcoins are a non trapped version of that. They're like, yeah, of course. The only resistance is from the other generations. And what happens is like those generations transition to the next life. Right. And this generation gets more. The other generations get more wealth. And then their asset, their asset classes become the preferred and most valuable asset classes. Right. And you you talk about uh, having faith that you have to have. You, you got to believe that that going from really from the dollar to digital dollars to digital, uh, a monetary system. You, 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 but yeah, part of that is is having faith in it. Right, yeah, because because everything in society is backed by faith, right? I mean, why do we why do we follow the rules, right? Because we have faith in the legal system to different degrees. Yeah, you know um, why? You know why is you know why did I pay seven dollars for a cup of coffee? Right, I you know I believe it, especially when it right down the hall, it's free. Yeah, I mean. I believe it tastes better, right? And that's a, <laughs> you know, and that's, and, and that's relative. So, like everything that we do as 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 humans is like backed by belief. You might say, "Well, no, I have to." No, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> like like everything that we do is based on like what we believe our preferences. Sure. Period. Right. And so, if you want to be a good investor, understand the generations and then understand. The the if all the wealth is in a generation that has resistance and that wealth is going to transition to a generation that doesn't yet have the wealth. Right. And so you park your money in the assets of that generation where the money is coming and then you wait. And as it appreciates. Right. Your value appreciates uh, over time. You know, again, I'm got to give the disclaimer. Right. This has happened since the beginning of humans, right? But it could always change. Nothing's guaranteed, right? The past is no indicator of future <laughs> performance. But I'm giving you the background behind how all this stuff works. Right. By the way, uh, well, we, in the about a minute or so that we have left, in the uh, in the defense of, of radio uh, and, and your uncle listening to the ball games on radio, radio being theater of the mind, you have to you have to envision the game in your mind and. You know, it's great to sit there in front of the TV and and watch the baseball game in high definition and you can see what's going on. It's actually more exciting to listen to it on the radio because you are now putting the ball game in your mind. And uh well and, and it's funny you say that because the other the other aspect of it is what ends up happening since we do it in 100 year increments, you have the new generation repicking up radio, i.e. podcasting in the current form that's delivered today. So I know a lot of people who love listening to podcasts better than watching the videos. I mean, as me, I like watching, I like listening to some podcasts. And so it reinvents itself just in different ways. And the point is to just be open and understand what's going on so you can make a clear and informed decision outside of resistance because resistance is the enemy. Yeah. If someone wanted to reach out to you and reinvent themselves financially, how can they reach out to Philip Washington Jr.? The best way is... Uh, go to my website, StonehillWealthManagement.com. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com. Or follow me on Instagram at Ask Philip. Yeah, just Ask Philip. Ask Philip. Yes. On Instagram. On Instagram. You can also find you on LinkedIn, I think. LinkedIn, too. Look me up, Philip Washington Jr. There you go. I'm there. I hang out there a lot. 
We do <laughs> we <laughs> we we do this every Friday morning. It's the uh, About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. Philip, let's do it again next week. All right, thank you. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.